things started to happen for me to got me to this point where now I can work with any addict, alcoholic people that are going through that, that have been through that, that have family members that are going through that. I'm able to help one alcoholic helping another alcoholic is without parallel peer supports in any in any aspect of whatever it is in life like you got mothers of this and and this and you got people with mental health peers helping other peers is what it's without parallel that's it it's without service if you want to feel high go do something for someone i guarantee it man you go to from the purest form of your heart expecting nothing in return go give something away to somebody the other day i actually got busted this morning eating fast food because i've been injured and it's been tough, right? <laughs> right here live so, he said it i've been doing he is a, human been, everyone I've been, I've been doing a little fast food here and there and so what i believe is it's a if, chick-fil-a just no, no. it's been like burger king and just dump crap but i believe if you ever do something that you're not proud of that you want to change or that something is going on and you want to create a change you got to pay for it right so you punish yourself What up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Welcome to Car Podcast, where we are live right now in Las Vegas, Nevada, baby. What's up? My name is Marty Norman. This is... Still Brian Gordon. Hey, still Brian Gordon. Always in forever. Oh, uh, man. We're in Vegas, baby. We're going to get to a topic here, man. I'll let you pick one, but I want to... I feel a burning desire. <laughs> oh, going down. Oh, shoot. I'm in there. Call your sponsor. <laughs> um, really, uh... I need to touch base on something real quick, because okay. it's, been, it's been sitting with me. Okay, I'll play your first and foremost. I firmly believe in a higher power. Okay, that I call God. Okay, okay. Here, here's where my struggle is. So, if let's, uh, I'm going to put it in like a backwards form, real quick. So, if I came to you, I'm intrigued by the way. Okay, if I came to you and sorry, Jess, but I have to use him for this example. And there was a hot woman, right, that could change your life. You are aware of this person, but don't know much about it. And I come to you and I start just like shoving information down your throat about this person. Are you just going to be like, yeah, all for it? Or are you going to be like, hmm, why are you trying to shove all this information about this one person that can change my life down my throat? Does it make you a little weary? Like I, as someone recently had this like special water and the way they talked about it, I was like, you are psycho. You're shoving so much information about water down my throat that I don't believe anything you're saying. Uh, it's very cult-like. I, I'm suspect of everything. I'm just going to say that first and foremost. I, I, I have a, a suspicious mind at all times, and uh, I rarely take people... I feel like if somebody is trying to sell me on something, mm-hmm. that's just it. They're trying to sell me on something. Right. And I don't like, I don't like anybody with an agenda when they talk to me. Kay. I don't like that. Right. So... I am always willing to and open to talk about the Bible, God, anything that anybody brings to me. Okay. But I'm not going to jump on your Facebook page and make a bunch of God comments That's every, every <laughs> single day. I was nervous for a minute. <laughs> no, I just like, it's, it's, it, it, it hurts me in my heart because it's detouring. It's, it's steering people away because if they want to hear about it, they're going to ask. You should be, again... I'm not trying to sell everybody that I'm the most amazing person on the planet. But when I wake up every morning, I'm the most amazing person on the planet. He's like, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. Basically. Just I'm the best thing there ever was. That's just Absolutely. How it is. A thousand percent. <laughs> I love it. Yes. That's confidence. 
but I'm not trying to shove that down anybody's throat. I just, I, it, it's, it's a reflection of me. Well, it, people know I believe in God. People are willing to talk to me about it because I'm not trying to shove it down their throat. Well, I, I think that's where a lot of, because that's where a lot of things fail. And, and this goes across the board in recovery and in, in, in God and Christianity or whatever, whatever denomination. If somebody's standing over top of you screaming, this is what you need to believe and this is what's going to happen. And even worse, they always, you're going to hell if you don't. Or like you need Jesus in your life. No, I actually don't. <laughs> Personally, because I have Jesus in my life. I know, I know, I know JD. Right? He's pretty cool. You know, we're, we're JC, good. sorry. We're tight. Know, sorry. We, we talk on the reg. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, he's we're cool. good. He's my homie. Right. I don't need you to tell me what I need, regardless. And Jesus doesn't want you to. I mean, if you go, you can get into the Bible, and we'll do that some other time about what it actually talks about this, but that's, that's not, I feel, a productive way to get people closer to God. It's not. You're going to Lead by example. And that, and you will be a natural reflection of your higher power, whatever it looks like. Mine is God. I grew up Christian. I don't go to church. I don't go to church because I haven't found a place in the Bible that says I have to, or I'm going to hell. So I don't go. I'm going to remind you real quick. Jesus never went to church. I know. He (laughs) He went into the areas, and even in the Bible, it says, go out there and tell people about me, and if they don't listen, move on. move on. He also uh, walked into churches and kicked out... Kicked over the tables and I just realized something <laughs> while I was saying that. So I love church. Mm-hmm. I love me too. I love good churches. Me too. Even more. Me too. And now there are, f- those are, those are few, right? So, I, I can't so say I'm not that. Against I, churches. Well, I don't again. go from a personal I, choice because of my relationship with God is, is not one out of seven days. It's seven days a week. I think church. I think church also is is a fellowship, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a brothers and sisterhood fellowship. It's a place to go and worship. Your, and that's what I mean. Your, I do that every creator, day, right? <laughs> okay, no point, right? right? No, I get it. Um, now Jesus said, "I am you. You are my. Together we are all one. Lift mm-hmm. a stone. I am there. Together, you know, Jesus is everything. God mm-hmm. is everything. God is in everything, mm-hmm. right? So." I love the aspect because when I go to church, it's not about me going and it's not about me going and and, and necessarily worshiping God. I can do that on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I go to church, it's about whoever the preacher, mm-hmm. the story. It's about the sermon yep. and what I'm. I love to hear a good story. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love to hear a good testimony. Yep. I love to hear somebody that knows what they're saying mm-hmm. talk about the subject that they know what the best. Yes, yes, yes. yes. You know. That's what I love about church. I also love the fellowships, and I also love the fact that, you know, church outside of actual, uh, the sermon at church on Sunday Mm -hmm. morning, you know, church is so much more. Mm -hmm. It's about what they're doing in their community. Absolutely. It's about the people that they're helping. It's about all of that great stuff that comes with it. And a lot of churches have lost that, I think. Now, I can't say that because I haven't been to every church on the the planet, but... uh, I think that's the good aspect of church. But do I think you need to go to church to have God in your life? No, I don't. Unfortunately, that's my own personal yeah, yeah. personal stuff. Now, a lot of a lot of churches will tell you that you do, right? And that's great too. Um, whatever makes you a better person and feel happy and feel whole and feel connected with your higher power or your God or the universe, whatever you choose to call that, that's that's on you, mm-hmm. right? But 
back to what you the original topic of this is the people that are standing in the street corners standing on a box telling everybody that they're going to hell if they don't do this this or this that is not going to get anybody into church what well, makes it more difficult for me is like if i've been friends with this person for years then all of a sudden i'm like you do know i saw your post four years ago <laughs> Right? We can't hold so much past against Look, someone. I love their passion for God. That's amazing. Yeah, I love it too, man. I, I do because I have the same passion. I just have the belief system that I can't. Again, it's not my job to make you believe in God. That's what you, you got to deal with that at the end of your life. If you want to talk about it and my reflection doesn't show you God in my life, that's something I have to talk about I with God. I think that's the most important thing. When you, it's, not about, it's not about my words. Mm-hmm. Watch what actions. I watch what I do. Yep. Watch how I live. Watch yep. how I treat other people. Yep. Watch watch my community service. Yep. Watch how I service other people and help other people. That's what you need to watch if you're if you're uh on the fence about what higher power, God, whatever you choose to call it. Right. You know, cuz I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and say I know anything about much, mm-hmm. but I do know what I feel. Mm-hmm. I do know the connection that I have to something greater than myself. I do get to see God in the universe and all these different things. I do get to see this work in my life and those mm-hmm. around me. And I know that it's a very powerful thing. And I also know people that ha- I don't know what God wants. I don't, I don't know what God wants, but I absolutely know what he does not want. Mm-hmm. And that's the things that's the degradation that comes with addiction and the lifestyles of, of being a being a bad person, right? It's the it's the doing other people wrong, stealing, harming, talking behind people's backs. It's trying to it's having um, what do you call it uh, malice in my heart, trying mm-hmm. to trying to hurt anybody. I do know that that's not what my higher power wants, right? So if I could just stick to the things I know he doesn't want, I'd probably be a better person for it. A hundred percent, you know. And I just I just don't. We're in such a space in this world, and we'll go into this in a minute, where we're at war. Yeah. We Spiritual are, war? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Huh? Yes. Is that what you're trying to say? Both. Okay. I believe that it's it's spiritual war adapted to where we sit in current humanity. Okay. I like it. Right? So back in the days, they used to just go fight wars, and a lot of times they were spiritual. I believe differently. I believe Jesus came to earth to end religion as a whole. He did. Because... He knew what was coming. He said, I, I, you know, again, I don't know. I'm not a preacher, right? Mm-hmm. But he said, I know you have heard eye for an eye tooth for a tooth, but I tell you that is no more. Right. That is no more. That's you, you are no longer bound by the Old Testament. Right. Jesus brought the New Testament. Jesus brought his testimony of life and how we're supposed to live. So I believe that the way religion exists today is that it's God's way of communicating with us. He knew that only certain people were going to accept Christianity, and that was his best way to make an impact. He knew that would work as a whole to keep the world great. He knew Muslims. It doesn't matter what you call him up there. None of us know who he is, she is, what they look like, right? We're all, we're all praying to the same we're God. We're all praying to God. We're all you call him Allah or God. otherwise, and your religion may be built differently, and that's where the war started. Well, no, my Bible says your Bible can't exist. Why do you care? Is always my question. My rule is, if you're trying to do something good, I don't care what you believe in, literally. I don't care if you believe that the tree is God and that that tree tells you what to do. I might say you need to see a psychologist once just to check it out, but if that's really driving you to be a good person, 
I'm cool. I'll play a devil's advocate here. Yep. You like that? Yeah. You like how I did that? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I'm seeing play, the horns. I'll play devil's advocate <laughs> okay. here. Like, so I'm wondering, because I don't know the answer to this, mm-hmm. um, I wonder how much, like say a, a, a church body, not, you know, the church body, mm-hmm. the, 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 the members of said church, I wonder how they believe. I wonder how they feel. I wonder if this varies from denomination to denomination, but I wonder how they feel about other religions. You know? Are you kidding? I don't, I, I don't, I know, I know what I hear. Okay. Right. All other religions are bad, but I don't feel like all churches are like that. I feel like the good there, churches. There, yeah. Okay. So the Bible says there will be false churches. Right. And I believe that they are way more prevalent, way more in existence than we are even close to understanding there's a cult there's satanic there's i'm talking not even that level i'm talking like you go to this church and you actually believe that what's going on in there is doing you good in some realm which is technically fine but when you talk about the preachings and what they're doing and when you got like these what i call old school where it's like you have to go to church or you go to hell you have to do this or you go to hell it's like hold on i've read the book too that's not what i got out of it and the reality of it is it was written in Hebrew and then it was translated. The Bible is a translation of what we oh, read don't and get, what we get. Don't get me on conspiracies. Right? So, I, again, <laughs> okay. I believe this was Woo! God's way of understanding how the world was going to work. And that this is what, if you want to go conspiracy, I'll go there for just a second because I don't believe this to be a conspiracy. I still believe God's going to come in my life. I believe we are in the third world war right now. The difference is the greatest war to ever come and it was in a movie once the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was is it was um convincing the world he didn't exist come on right come on so right now the way the world is operating with social media and all these things and we're all just little lemmings down here thinking we have no voice while they literally transform and twist everything if Facebook went on right now and changed everything in the language that every time somebody said the sky is blue, it was green, in 10 years, our children would believe when they looked up that was the color green. So you're saying that they did the same thing with the Bible? Absolutely. And you're saying... No, no, no. I'm saying some people have. Not, not that's what happened with the Bible. I'm saying some people take that. They translate it to fit their narrative, and they run with it. Okay, so I'll go a little deeper then. Okay. King James. Okay. Translated the Bible, changed the Bible, mm-hmm. their whole committee on how they did that. They took books out of the Bible. Mm-hmm. They took a lot of books out of the Bible. I don't know how many hundred books there was uh, originally, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of books that uh, that are missing from the Bible. I'm just curious what your thoughts are on those. Like, why... You know, because I, you know, there is conspiracy here. There is the I don't, I don't trust people, and I definitely don't trust kings. And I, you know, especially kings, you know, two, three, four, five thousand years ago, kings back then were every one of them was corrupt, and every one of them was power hungry, and every no, one of them, every one of them wanted them to that, worship personally. Them, but okay. when it comes to King James, and the way that I see it is, I do believe, like myself, because I do believe that I am a vessel of God. I believe that everything is happening because I am manifesting, and during manifestation, I'm having a conversation with God. Sure. And I'm saying, these I, are the I things like that. That, that I am driving for in my life, and you know where my heart is. My heart is pure. Don't get me wrong. I curse and get angry and sin like the rest of us, right? But it never comes from malice. It never comes... I don't, like, thrive to hurt someone. Like, I don't have that in my heart, right? No malice or no so resentment. I or believe no that... Vengeance. I am a different vessel, meaning, like, I'm going to be the one to say, you don't have to go to church. 
because I believe that in my life, not going to church is better than the people that show up there seven days for their little cleansing day and think that that's going to save them. Like, how can you say that's better or worse? And by the way, in your book, it says you can't judge me. So it doesn't matter what's better or worse. So let me live my life. I'm going to let you live yours. I'm going to be a reflection of God. And if I'm wrong about it, I'll have that conversation with him. It's not going to change. <laughs> so it's just about the God knew what language he needed to speak. And right now, the unfortunate reality of the world, and it even talks about this in the Bible, how many people will turn against him and this will turn into a war. So let me ask you this. Though. So you think the book was divinely inspired? I believe that everything that is happening right now was divinely inspired. Okay. Even the false churches, that's why I believe he talks about it. Okay. He just wants you to be aware of it. Like, this is going to happen. He could clean it all up, call it a day, right? He has, But right? instead, he knew choice was going to be the biggest deciding factor of the world. Let me ask you this. We're firing <laughs> off all kinds of questions. Let's go. Oh, uh, what is your thought on aliens? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like little green creatures? Uh, we call them gray men, yeah. Okay. The grays. I have personally... Never seen something that I couldn't justify in my head another way to make me believe that they exist. However, I do believe in... You're intelligent enough to know that... I believe in the reality of the universe is something that we'll never understand. And that everybody sees things differently. And that people are seeing those energy forces in ways that to them is alien or otherwise a different species. Do you think... (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that maybe... And and I'm playing devil's advocate. I'm not... not uh, vomiting on the table here what I believe because I'm not talking about anything about my beliefs right yep. Yep. my beliefs are I believe there's a power greater than me and, yep. and, and I do know one thing there is a God and it's not me yep. right um, that's the only thing I'm saying I'm playing devil's advocate mm-hmm. and asking you some questions mm-hmm. so in maybe do you think perhaps I mean have you ever looked at like ancient architecture and, mm-hmm. and, and stuff you ever heard of the, the ancient alien theories <laughs> Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So do you think that maybe some of the documents and, and you know, all these different things 5,000 years ago, mm-hmm. we even have ancient architecture that dates back 20,000 years. Mm-hmm. We have structures that date back 20,000 years. That's before the flood, right? Um, so that being said, do you think that maybe and interpret you know not understanding technology back then that somebody could look at you know a god ascending from the sky angels ascending from the sky in a firing form that maybe it was a that it maybe it was from a, a ancient alien from another planet do you think that maybe there's that I'm devil's advocate again mm-hmm. De- <laughs> you ready I am, yes. You, wanna, you, you okay? Yeah, you yeah. No, okay. Well, I'm just, I'm so on the fence here about okay. should I shut up or should I keep no, talking? No, no, here you go. But get, let me get through this one. Okay. okay. So I believe that the entire world, and this is what, how, why, how and why God created us, everything in life is a decision, literally. Meaning I'm going to choose to wake up. I'm going to choose to move my hand. We God built us with an unconscious so it wouldn't feel like so much work. But everything is a decision. So if I'm struggling with things in my life, I can make anything real in my mind. So when I'm seeing something and I want it to be UFO, that's what it is. Or, or, devil's advocate, if I'm seeing something and I want it to be God, that's what it is. Then that's what it is. 
Okay. Again, a decision, right? Or, so I believe that the people that are running with this alien thing, what is an alien? We haven't physically had an actual contact that is registered in the world today to the point where we can. Have we? Haven't we? We can find Osama bin Laden in a hole in the middle of the desert, in the middle of nowhere, but we can't find an alien nobody knows about it i don't believe humanity is that strong as a an individual life force to be able to hold that big of a secret okay so you don't think the government can hold secrets nope okay uh secondly so explain i think they've been trying and look what's happening and the truth the greatest vibrational frequency known to mankind scientifically proven is the truth okay it is quite literally the loudest and, and most registerable vibrational frequency. Gotcha. So that's why when someone comes in the room and they're BSing you a little bit, and that little meter goes off in your head, you're feeling a frequency that doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay? It's called a destructive frequency. And you know how to identify it if you're living in truth. If you're not, then you're more than likely going to be deceived by somebody. So okay. if you carry a vibrational frequency that is honesty, and I've said this before, I believe honesty is the the path to life because when you're making honest proper decisions you can live a good life you'll make mistakes you'll screw things up sure let me ask you this <laughs> so do you think dinosaurs are playing in my head right now do you because <laughs> the dinosaurs kind of fuck up the the timeline anyway do you think that um do you think we've been here before do you think we've been at this technologically advanced as we are now in the past do you think being that the world is billions of years old Mm -hmm. billions being that the universe is billions and billions of years old Mm -hmm. do you think we've been at this state in 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 humanity that we are now and maybe even further advanced i believe that miracles adapt know what that means so what that means is back in the biblical days when you read the books and talk they talk about miracles right now imagine if somebody today ran across a talking burning bush you would lock that dude in a mental ward sure and severely medicate that person so we have to god knows i need to transform my miracles they need to change I think the reason we've been able to adapt and grow as much as we have is because we have severely overpopulated the world and that we need to adapt and grow. And so the miracles will adapt and grow. I believe that back then there was such fewer amount of people that the works of God needed to be more magnificent so they could be seen better because that size of a miracle today would be, you you can't, it's not possible. It's not, that's not how this works. God knows that. He knows the amount of information that travels to a, a certain amount of people is going to cause chaos because people don't interpret things the same way. You could see a car crash and I could see a car crash. You could think it's funny and I could have a panic attack right. watching the same. We could stand right next to each other, see the same thing happen and have two completely separate experiences. Perception. Perception. Everybody sees things differently. God knows that. Do you think maybe that We've been, I don't know, I guess me, I, I, I see, I see structures, right? I see structures that they, meaning by, like pyramids? Even further. Okay. There, there's, there's uh, structures that are, we have structures that we have found that date back thousands of years before the pyramids, okay. right? So it actually dates back thousands of years before, you know, 
recorded time. Rome wasn't built in a day, and all these big, massive feats of engineering. Well, we got we got structures now that we we have found, you know, that we couldn't even build today, or we'd have a lot of trouble building today. Now, this is back in the time when. Uh, the only hum- difference humani- is that we've hum- gotten lazy. We're perfectly capable hum- of doing the same thing. We're now lazy. 50 tons rocks uh-huh. being built, picked up, built into huge structures. Uh-huh. Like uh, that's what that's what, you know, kind of gets you thinking about like have we been this have we been has humanity been here before? Have we, you know, I know the great flood and the story of the great flood, it, you know, washed out, you know, the con- the world uh, they, all religions have the story of the Great Flood. Basically, mm-hmm. not all of them, I'm sure, but all of them, right? Because then there's scientific scientific proof of a Great Flood. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm talking about thousands and thousands, and maybe even ten thousand years, fifty, twenty, fifty thousand years mm-hmm. prior to that. Like I, that's what I I struggle with a lot. Like has God, your higher power, or the universe, or in some ancient alien techno, you know, ancient alien theories. Like, have we been here before? And if so, like, wh- is it like a rinse and repeat? Do we just keep doing this? Well, even and, according and to the on flood, the earth, we never went anywhere because Adam, not Adam, but um, Noah, yeah, or Moses, who was on the ark. No, was it Noah? Yeah, yeah, Noah created the ark. That's right. Yeah, he survived, right? Yeah. And again, when you talk about the destruction of Earth, the way that they wrote it and the way that they understand it, that doesn't. What I mean by that is that if Noah was a survivor, is it still possible that somebody else somewhere else had survived it as well? No, God knew that. It just doesn't that need to be too. talked about, right? Like, we can't... There's if, you, a, if you take a story and open up the book and then unfold the possibilities, you would be lost in translation forever. Yeah. Because the possibilities are endless. I just don't think we talk about them. So people believe, like, well, that means we're all related. No, you're just not thinking about the concept of why he's telling the story, why he felt it needed to happen. Stick to the point. I think a lot of it's metaphors too, right? It's very metaphoric. Yeah. It's his way of speaking to us. I believe that God is the greatest mathematician in the world. Literally. The creation of the world is mathematical and equation. All intelligence speaks in math. I believe we were just that smart back then. What we understood was how you can use math, friction, leverage. We understood it because we had to back then. We could do that now if you took away all of our technology because as humanity... We would figure it out. We always have. That's how we got here. Oh. So when you're forced to figure something out, it's just like right now. If I picked you up and I threw you to another country with no translator in a month, you'd probably know most of the language. If I threw you there for six years with a translator, you'd come back speaking very minimal of the same language. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that technology that teaches you a new language? What is that? Oh gosh, like uh, Babel or it's, huh? uh, it's Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say the word, let alone learn the language. I believe that that, I, I that we all have a, a divine purpose and that as long as we are focused on our divine purpose, whatever that may be, and everybody's trying to be, how do I find my purpose? You don't. You feel it. And I I can attest to that, right? And I, I, I think that's the ending. I, I played devil's advocate here a little bit, but at the end of the day, you know, it's about... What am I leaving behind? What legacy? Who am I helping? It was was I on in that purpose, right? Did I did I did I feel did I grow into my purpose? And because I think purpose is set, you know, by the universe, the gods, mm-hmm. 
higher power. I think it's set up, and it, it eventually you're either going to find that door to open, or you're going to keep being miserable in some aspect of your life. I, Misery I, is a choice by far. You know what I mean? And and at the end of the day, you know, no matter how bad life can be, because it can be if you're in that mindset. Mm-hmm. When you start to take on the mindset and the perspective of, of, you know, this sucks, I'm going to get through this and I'm going to find a way, that mindset in turn compounds that mindset in every little aspect of your life and you start becoming part of your purpose. You start living. When you're in your purpose, you just know it. It just feels right. It's just, it's just effortlessly a lot, you know, and I think... The older you, older I get, the more I am in tune with that connection with my higher power and the universe and, and, and all things around me. And the more I just, I want to be that person who, no matter, I don't know what I'm trying to say, no matter what I've done in my life, all the wreckage in my past, all the things that's happened to me as, as growing up and, and all the, like I've been in some really miserable spots. I've been in some really isolated spots. I've been into the point, you know, where I've wanted to, you know, several times and all of that led me to here. Everything bad, good, or indifferent that's happened in my life has led me to the point right here where I'm able, cause Due to the fact that I went through all that, now I can help other people who are going exactly. through that. You know, so there was a purpose. There was a point to all of it. I did not know it until I finally got to the point where I was willing to say, you know what? I'm tired of being a victim. I'm tired of being miserable and unhappy and not knowing which direction I'm going metaphorically and physically in my life. I'm tired of being so tired. And sick I started and tired of being sick and tired. I'm right? so sick and tired of it. So I decided, I made a choice, and I followed that choice with an extreme amount of action every single minute of every single day. Mm-hmm. And things started to happen for me to got me to this point where now I can work with any addict, alcoholic, mental, not mental health so much because there's a lot of mental health I can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's out of my sure. realm, you yeah. know what I mean? But I can work with people that are going through that, that have been through that, that have family members that are going through that. I'm able to help one alcoholic helping another alcoholic is without parallel. And I think that goes, and that's why peer, peer groups, peer supports in any, in any aspect of whatever it is in life, like you got mothers of this and, and this, and you got people with mental health, it, peers helping other peers is what it's, it's, you can't. You can't, it's without parallel. That's it. It's without service. If you want to feel high, go do something for someone. I guarantee it, man. You go to. From the purest form of your heart, expecting nothing in return, go give something away to somebody. The other day, I actually got busted this morning. Um, I've been eating fast food because I've been injured and it's been tough, right? (laughs) Right here live. He said it. I've been doing. He is human, everyone. I've been. Doing a little fast food here and there. And so what I believe is... It's a Chick-fil-A. No. It's been like Burger King and just dumb crap. But I believe if you ever do something that you're not proud of that you want to change or that something is going on and you want to create a change, you got to pay for it, right? So you punish yourself. Mm, So true. So what I do is I pay for the person behind me. I don't even ask how much it is. There could be a van full of kids back there and I might technically regret this a little bit. I don't even ask. I need to pay for the person behind me. Love it. The cheeseburger that I got... (laughs) With fries was like $17. I was like, holy crap. I don't know if I want to do this, 
but I'm sticking to my word. If you want to change something in your life, punish yourself. I don't mean go beat yourself up and be a masochistic weirdo. I mean punish yourself and make it where you think about doing that again, right? So I've burned that into me, but then this morning, so I also do that because I want to give away. Yeah. And then I usually drive away. Like I don't wait. I'm just, I'm trying to get away. Yeah. Like here, I don't, don't need, I don't want the receipt. Just pay for it. Act like it was all mine. I'm out. Don't let your right hand know what your left hand right. does kind of thing. So I'm getting gas this morning. Somebody pulls up on me and goes, hey, were you at Burger King the other day? And I was like, what? Yeah. Thank you, by the way. Nice. And I was like, what? Nice. He was like, thank you. I was in the car behind you. And I was like, oh, let me be honest with you. I didn't want that. Thank you for saying that to me. I appreciate you acknowledging me, but I don't do that for that. I do it. And I started explaining That's to me, awesome. and he was like, this is awesome. We had like a five-minute conversation. And I said, the only thing I ever would like is do it for someone else. Pay for it. Just do it for someone else. And ironically, you know what I mean? Like, you're secretly driving away going, man, I want that person to like wave or honk or flash the lights. Or do, you know, you've got that little part of your brain that always wants a reward system, right? Yeah. That's there, right? And then you yeah. get away, and you're like, cool, done. And then all of a sudden, this happened, and I was like, hmm, interesting. Mm. I got caught. Maybe I need to be a little tricky. And the guy was like, well, you do have tattoos on your face and you're driving a Porsche. It's a little hard to just not be known in this area. Uh, but you stand out, yeah. I believe that, that ever, it, 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 it was, I was loving you having that conversation because you were talking about choice, yeah. decisions. Yeah. Every decision you've ever made in your whole entire life has led you to the moment that you're in right now. Yeah. And there's nothing you can ever do, no matter how much you cry, no matter how much money you have, no matter how, who you pray to, no matter what happens, that anything from this moment backwards will ever change. So what's the point? Be proud of where you are. Be proud of where you stand. Understand that these decisions are led you here. And what decisions do you want to make moving forward? So I go with the three brain process, right? I have my normal brain. I have my heart and I have my stomach. So I think it, I feel it. And if it doesn't sit right, I don't do it. Mm. Everything has to be in sync. I want to feel good about what I'm doing. So I let my body speak to me, not the other way around. I don't let my body run my life. I tell my body how I'm thinking things and then I let it respond and then we talk. Our unconscious mind is an anxiety reaction to something that causes our body to have a, a, a rush of stress hormones that we can't control because we have allowed our body to become our mind, not the other way around. So the trick to curing some of this is to take back control of your body by actively making decisions that make you feel a certain way that you can attach good emotions to and then being okay with them when they're wrong. And then just knowing now I don't want to do that next time and go again. You can't, you're not dead. What are you afraid of? That's the thing always is if I did what I feel like doing, I wouldn't do anything. No. You know what I mean? No. And, and, and I, I, I feel like I'm just on the verge of taking back. I guess the feelings would be more of your body. Mm-hmm. Not as, well, in a lot of cases, I think it's a lot of my mental. Too. I don't feel like doing this. I don't feel like I would doing say that. it's all body. I would argue it because you're you're actually actively thinking about the fact that you don't want to do it because your brain actually does want to do it. Yeah. And your body's pushing back. Well, you also know what's good for you. Like these the the more I do things that I don't feel like doing, the more I want to do more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's that that's that getting your body in there at repetition, right? It, uh, you know, body emotion stays in motion. Inertia, right? Inertia is... It's called is, activation energy. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Never heard it that way, but I love it. It's the amount of energy that it requires to 
put something in motion, and that is the most amount of energy that is actually needed. Mel Robbins. From there, it just continues to move. That's inertia, right? Yep. So so Mel Robbins talks about the five mm-hmm. seconds. Yep. The five seconds, no matter what it is. you don't. It's like hitting the snooze button. You know, you hit that snooze button. She talks about, and we all do this, right? We all hit the snooze button, then we hit it again, then we hit it. Or if you don't do it, you have done it before. Yeah, I was going to say right? I but yeah. I know you don't. <laughs> uh, but in, in, it's just like with anything, you'd, you're, you're sitting on the couch and you have a thought in your head and you want to get up and go do that, but you sit there and, you th- and, and instantly your brain tells you why you shouldn't do it mm-hmm. or it, it tells you, well, I can do this later mm-hmm. or I can do this in a minute or I can do this tomorrow. That is that is the devil. That's the war inside my head that mm-hmm. I talk about all the time. But Mel Robbins talks about the five seconds rule. If you get a thought about doing something or if your alarm clock goes off, count five, four, three, two, one, and jump. It's an interrupting signal. Yes. Because we, talks it, about, when yeah. you naturally think forward, you don't have to think about it. You can count forward. If you've ever been taught how to count, you can count to 10 without even thinking about it, really. Yeah. It, you have to think about counting backwards. It's not natural. It's not normal. And so it's an eruptive signal that causes you to think differently and can allow you to make a quick decision without all the other thoughts jumping in the way. Without your brain getting in the way. So you count you and to, you yeah. count out loud and you do it. Then you're like, oh, crap, now I need to make a decision because now I've counted down. Now I'm dedicated because there's nowhere else to go. Once I've hit one... And next is zero. Jump. So I'm making the decision, and I've done this, and I continue to do this. I've done this with my wife. That's how she ended up with her new bus. Well, I say new. It's a 1968. But new I said, five, four, three, two, one. do you want it? She said, yes. I said, we're going to get it. Let's go. And that weekend, we were out the door. Like, that's what you do to change your life, and you stay confident in that decision, even if it goes bad. I tell people all the time, your brain is your enemy. You cannot listen to it sometimes. Your brain is searching for balance. Yeah, you can't. It, well, it's, it, it's, it's... That's where the war it's is. It's on safety mode, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's always trying to protect you from things. And, and right now, you're sitting on your, on your butt, and you're comfortable. Well, that's what your brain wants you to do. It wants mm-hmm. you to be comfortable. It wants you to, to be safe. And, and we all know that there's no, there's no growth in a comfort zone. Right. There's no th- safe. What do you mean safe? If you sit on your couch in five years, you're going to be obese. You're going to be a diabetic. But you're probably going to have bed sores. You could be sepsis. There's nothing safe about it. <laughs> but, <laughs> right, we know that because we know that, right? I know, but, but that's but, like you know I laugh I mean? every time somebody says, but I'm safe here. How? You're not. You're not. And in all actuality, if you boil it down, and, and you know what? Don't even think about it. Don't believe us. Just put the five, four, three, two, one in motion and jump and you'll see your life change, period. Do not hit that snooze button. You hear alarm clock go off, five, four, three, two, one, and jump up. You were no matter safe. what you want to do, don't do not do what you want to do. You were as safe as you believe you are. So if you believe that you're the safest in your home, that's where you're going to stay. I don't worry about walking out my door because I want the world to see me. Yeah. Call me arrogant. Call me an asshole. I really don't care. I know who I am. I know who my God is. I know where I'm going. I know what I'm doing. I got a smile on my face. I got a ton of friends around me. I'm moving forward constantly. So I don't care what you think. Yeah. I've got a path to go on, and you should find one too. That's a problem with us, though, right? We we care about too much what other people think of us. Oh, we're getting I into that one on the next one because I, I posted I and I don't give up. You know what? I, I don't care like, if You're it's, it's your mom or if it's uh, Sally Pants ninety two. Uh, <laughs> as Gary says, it's the you know it's that extreme. It's it's your mom or it's Sally Pants ninety two making a negative comment. That's what we focus on because we care so much about what other people think. And the way to succeed in your own personal mind is to not give a about what other people think. If you're doing right and you're helping other people and your body, you're, you're you're of service to others and you feel like you're doing like you're living a good life and you're helping other people, don't give a 
about what other people think. Well, here's the funny part. They've actually done a study recently, and I want someone to find it. If you can find it, I want you to comment down below. Okay? They did a study recently where people walk around, and they say, what is your biggest worry, right, when it comes to other people? I'm worried about what they think I'm wearing. I'm worried about what they think I look like. Is my hair look okay? All these, They started naming off these things, and they had the person walk around a campus, and they asked other people randomly, what do you think about that person? And not one of them, maybe one of them said something about an outfit. You think you know what other people are thinking and you're wrong 95 plus percent of the time. So you're literally just causing a problem out of thin air. Nobody gives a fuck about you. That negative. Yeah, that's the thing. You're not that important. I get it. You're right. I'm not. You should be. I know I am. So I don't care if you don't think I'm important. Godspeed, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that you are going to comment below and let Please us know what you think. Below. Get into this with I us. I just want to stay on record that I did not point any views across on this show. I just played devil's advocate and asked a few questions. And I just played God. And he just played God. <laughs> I am you. You are my together. We are all one. Exactly. You know, so he said it. like and subscribe <laughs> right down there. Send us over to your friend. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. And for my next trick, I'll walk on water. Is it frozen? <laughs> <laughs>